0: Welcome to Living a Full Life Podcast. Join us as we explore health topics that encourage raising healthy children, living a healthy life, and living the best life possible. Now, here's your host. welcome to another episode of Living a Healthy Life. I'm Dr. Enrico. I'm Dr. Christine. Dr. Christine, we're married, we're happy, and we have kids too, so we know what you guys are all thinking. We wanted to bring up uh, flu season. We like to call it sugar season.
1: So everybody knows sugar season starts right before Halloween, all the goodies, all the treats. Um, but what people don't know, and then it continues through even Valentine's Day, but really starts taking off when the kids go back to school. Um, and what people don't realize is that every time you take in sugar, it takes some of your white blood cells, which are what go and fight infection in your body, and it, it bottoms them out. So if you have a bacteria that you picked up, you know, out in public, well, it's gonna make, uh, it's gonna, your body's gonna have a harder time biting that for four hours. So it has a chance to really take off. So it's important that we, as best we can, can limit our sugar, which is fully impossible with kids. Impossible. and all of the fun times but we wanted to talk about what we can be doing to improve um, our family's immune system yeah especially this so, time here
0: it's the holiday season i mean we, we just went through halloween and I, th- I feel like that's where it all starts you come home with a bag of candy what do you think is going to happen uh we do little tricks like the switch witch uh whether you do this or not in your house they're just good tactics to minimize that bag of sugar there's no reason to bring home a bag of sugar so um, and you know you know our story with we have three daughters we have three kids they're eight six and three they're all you know figured out their legs their mouths and their f- spunkiness mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, they th- we're outnumbered and uh, they ruled the, the entire house uh, we're just gonna be completely honest with you on that but but sugar we could do an entire episode on sugar and, and how it works physiologically it is what five or six times more addictive than heroin mm-hmm. so I I hope none of you have experience with heroin, but it is six times more addictive than that. And that's what it does to the brain. And it's not just sugar that comes from fruit. It's, it's the refined processed sugar systems that we have used in our foods, like fructose corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup, which has been banned in, in 14 different countries. Um, the syrups, the, the things that we add to food that make them spike our insulin. For us, you know how you feel if you eat poorly and you have too much candy or sugar. Sugar hangover. Imagine what happens to your child. You know, Mm -hmm. it's three or five or six with their developing brain. Um, It is a drug, and we have to realize that. So we don't like to call it flu season. We like to call it the sugar season and how to mitigate this in your household. Well, we got three top tips that we use not only in our house, but we teach our patient base as well to minimize the damage from sugar season and the holiday season number one
1: Mm. number one is food Um, the best thing you can get into your own body and your kids body is fruits and vegetables even with fruits it has sugar but it has the nutrients associated with it that's protective so some of the things that we like are oranges because kids typically really like oranges our Mm. kids will go through a huge Costco sized bag of those mandarin oranges every week maybe two of them um, they love pomegranates. They love berries. These things all have really strong compounds that help our body um, boost up its immune system, and they do other things as well. So it's it's benefit here. Um, carrots. Most kids will eat carrots too, and carrots have a little bit of vitamin C and they have beta carotene and things that really all improve. So one of the things to think about is a whole rainbow of vegetables. So. Um, a lot of nutritionists that we like, um, especially for kids, will suggest eat a rainbow of vegetables every day, mm-hmm. which is hard to do, but kids also like boats. They like colors, um, so it's a great thing to work for.
0: Absolutely. I mean, we struggle with this. Don't look at us and be like, the number one question I get every time I do a workshop, a sensory processing workshop, a, a diet workshop, a health workshop, food workshop, is what do I do for my kids? I'm like, hey, you're not asking the right guy here. We have picky eaters too. We mm-hmm. get a lot of no's. We get a lot of pushback. But you got to sneak this stuff into their lunches if they go to school. You got to leave a tray available for them, and you just got to teach healthy habits. It's it's a mean thing that I do to parents when they come to my workshops. Uh, no one has ever you know fought me for this, but when they tell me something like, uh, you know, all they eat is Pop Tarts or 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 uh, Pizza Pops, right? And I look at the you know usually a dad, I'm like who taught them that pop tarts even existed i'm pretty sure your three-year-old can't go to the grocery store buy pop tarts and bring them home it was you but it's a it's a real fact i mean not to pass blame or judgment onto any parents but we got you got to erase that you got to th- you got own that and you got to say well we got to fix this this isn't going well just like when we have trouble sleeping at home you got to change the scenario change the the bedtime routine to resolve that issue, it's just like just when it comes to food. So I know what your questions are when you're when you're wa- listening to this right now is like, what? I don't even know where to start, where to where to go. It's just giving them access to this fruit. And you know when you ship them off to school, if they go to school or even if they're homeschooled, is that's lunch. <laughs> There's your lunch. We packed it, we made it. You mm-hmm. got to eat it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and they won't, they won't eat all of it. They'll still be picky, but at least they have access to what they need during that time.
1: One of the tips that I really like for school lunches when they go to lunch when they go to school. That's their food for the day. So we pack a fun snack, um, Sun Chips or, I don't know, whatever whatever it is they're into at the moment. Um, And currently it's Sun Chips. But um, we get the bento boxes. And so there is a space for vegetables and there is a space for fruits. And they know that every single day they're getting those. And then they'll get their protein and then they'll have some fun snacky carb. Um, but every single day they're getting at least one fruit and one vegetable and we alter them with whatever they're currently eating because as you know, they love the oranges until they hate the oranges and then they sit and they mold and they rot and you wonder what happened. Um, it's feast or famine when it comes to fruit and vegetables. So at least they're getting that every single day and they know that they need to eat their, their vegetables and their fruits. We also really like protein in our house, but at this point of the year, it's really fruit and vegetable season. Yep.
0: Number two, uh, antioxidants. Antioxidants supplements, supplements. Supplements are number two. Uh, you know, and we also want to teach a little bit as well. You know, uh, we're not real doctors. We're chiropractors, <laughs> right? Uh, we get it all the time. Maybe ninety percent of the population believes you know or cracks jokes about, that, and that's fine. We'll take it. We'll be ducks. We'll be whatever you want, as long as we can influence you to live a healthy lifestyle without drugs or surgery. As so, long as we can help. As long as we can help.
1: Yeah.
0: A- antioxidants play a big role in our supplements, and and your kids don't need a whole bag full of supplements every day there's, there's specific ones that play a big role uh which one's the number one for you
1: um during this season elderberry so almost daily sometimes we take breaks from it but we there's almost in every community there is someone in your community who is a mom that makes elderberry syrup in our community we have mallory she's wonderful she's got a huge reach um, and they're really tasty they're yummy and kids really like it sometimes i will spike the elderberry with things like vitamin a uh, vitamin c and my kids we get them cute little shot glasses and they always ask me is this just elderberry because at this point they don't trust me because they know i will sneak in the vitamin c the liposomal vitamin c or i will put some vitamin d in there which doesn't taste bad but uh elderberry is a win kids like elderberry
0: they do they do and sneak in whatever you need to sneak in elderberry the importance of elderberry and people in your local community all over the place are doing it now so you can find access to good elderberry is they should be putting a local honey in there this is the key if you're mm-hmm. shopping around you're like am i doing it right you can make it at home as well but it's the local honey because the local honey gives you a boost to your local environment so when we're talking about allergies or allergy season flu season mm-hmm. sugar season if you're using things locally you're getting the local environment as well, which gives a better result to your immune system and immune boosting and all the Mm -hmm. stuff that comes with antioxidant and supplementation there as well. Number two on the supplement list?
1: Vitamin D. Um, So there's, it's kind of a hot button topic. Some people like vitamin D, some people don't like vitamin D, Um, but the literature is pretty straightforward that we need to have good levels of vitamin D. So I'm not, for kids, Yeah, supplementation, you know, a thousand IUs per day, sure. We don't do it all the time. We Mm -hmm. try to get out in the sun a lot, but even in Florida where we live, people have really terrible vitamin D levels um, and they're not regularly getting them checked. So for adults, I really suggest getting labs taken for vitamin D every year to make sure you're in that, that's the ideal, I consider it 50 to 80, maybe even 50 to 90. But in when your, your labs slip, it'll say 30, which is way too low, to 100. Um, so there's lots of good studies showing that all-cause mortality, so your chance of death is much lower if you have uh, a vitamin D level right around 50 to 80. And that's why we that's, like
0: that. That's the literature, right? Uh, there's no such thing as trusting the science. Science is continuous mm-hmm. study of the literature. So we tell you updated literature. This is where we're at, 50 to 80. I 90% of the people in our office that bring me their blood work are deficient in vitamin D continuously I've been heart we've been doing this for 15 years and I'm like maybe someday I can stop talking about vitamin D it's not today everyone is so deficient in it we all need it so as parents the the risk or, that I hear from you is that well what is can I overdose can I mm-hmm. do too much for my kids you know I want to give it to my two-year-old is that safe uh, it's 5,000 IU's per day for adults, and it's 5,000 IU's over the age of six. So I like the rule: when you're one, 1,000 IU's; when you're two, 2,000 IU's; when you're three, three throughout. The, and check
1: and check with pediatrician because for there's sure. different levels, and and you know yeah. they can even sometimes do a quick blood test to check. But right,
0: yeah. they, and they and they don't, but it's important. So if you're wondering what to give your kids, if you stay at the one, two, three thousand IU's per day, you're, you're okay.
1: And I like one. One. Yeah. Safe rule. Safe rule.
0: Vitamin D. Great. Yeah.
1: So, what do you do when they get sick with supplements? Good question. Because, I mean, cold. The, a lot of the medications you take when you have a cold or flu, they're not actually doing anything for the, your immune system. They're just masking or decreasing symptoms, basically. So what do we do to really give the immune system a boost when we're sick? So vitamin A, zinc, um, echinacea. There is um, another product called Arabinogalactin, which really boosts up the complement system of the immune system, which is a really deep dive dive, um, to look into there. Um, I'm trying to remember what else. Yeah, those are the big ones we get. So when I talk about my kids asking me, looking at me like they don't trust me, is this just elderberry? Uh, it's because I will get the liquid vitamin A, and I have a specific dosing that I give to my patients, um, and we share in our practice, that they can have when they're sick based on their age. Because, again, like vitamin D, it's fat-soluble, so is vitamin A. So you actually can overdose on vitamin A. So you don't want to go crazy, what? Um, but I mean the, what is it called, the RD, how much you normally get per day that, that's recommended, it's too little. It's not enough. So. Um, there's really a sweet spot for how much you should be on. It's a short-term dose, and it really boosts up the immune system.
0: Yeah, the daily recommended doses, the RDs. The RDs, yeah. <coughs> yeah, that's what it is there. So for kids, I mean, the vitamin C boosting for sure. Oranges are great yeah, at vitamin that. Vitamin C, yes, or, or, that's what I meant. Or, oranges are great at that. And your vitamin D and your zinc. I mean, you can supplement zinc for kids as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, those three in combination do stimulate the immune system, to over overreact which is good they're your military you want to call them out when when you're feeling sick and the key to this is catching it early because once you're in full blown you know response you just want to supplement that just health uh health wise right Mm -hmm. good number three
1: keep kids moving so it's going to get cold outside most places uh kids are going to want to be inside they're in school day they want to come home and lay on the couch and watch tv if you're my kids um our kids So um, lots of activities, so some tips that we have when the kids want to have screen time after a really long day at school, because kids are tired when they come home from school. We're tired when we come home from work. Um, We will maybe put on a dancing video game. We have three little girls, they love to dance. Um, Or YouTube, um, one of those like moving, kids workout type things, they love doing those. They'll sit for half an hour and all three of them will do it, they will fight. But they will all sit, and they will they will all stand and run around and do that for a few few times or sports, um, yeah, whatever.
0: Whatever you can get them doing. I mean, just sitting in front of a screen all day and sitting in desk just dampens that immune response. Mm-hmm. It, it makes us tired. It makes us lethargic. And we can do a whole thing on sleep too. But th- those are the top three things. Is you know. Make sure we get the supplementation that we need on a daily basis. And it's about consistency Mm -hmm. more so than figuring out the little things uh, that you need to do. It's just being consistent with your food, being consistent with your supplements, and being consistent with moving. uh, Keeping them active is a huge of that as well (laughs) we have people up north you know that follow us from canada from northern uh, united states as well in the winter time things become a little bit difficult to move if you're not playing hockey or being active outside in the the winter sports Uh, so we get it we absolutely get it this is a war that we will win in the end as parents (laughs) however we've come to terms that the battles you're going to lose a few a lot yeah you're going to lose a lot of the battles and
1: you're going to pick your battles
0: but at the end of the day the righteous will win um, and our job as parents is just to give them a healthy, happy journey. And that's what we're going to keep bringing you. Make sure you follow us on social media. Make sure you tag us. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share this with people. That's how we're going to grow, reach more people. We appreciate you. If you have any ideas, send them our way. And the whole team is going to be involved in this. You're going to get doctors' opinions. I've got a lineup of people coming down the pipeline, naturopaths from around the world, medical doctors, cardiologists. We're going to bring you the content that uh, everybody's looking for. And uh, we'll be here for a very long time. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Living a Full Life Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.